सो हेलो एवरी वन दिस इज मी हेमंत एंड आई एम बैक विद अन अदर पॉडकास्ट ऑफ ऑल अबाउट यूनाइटेड एंड फुटबॉल सो दिस इज टॉकिंग अबाउट यूनाइटेड टॉकिंग यूनाइटेड एपिसोड थ्री एंड एज आई जस्ट सेड लास्ट टाइम आई एम गोट गिव माई कंप्लीट स्टांस अबाउट ऑल इगन सोलचर एंड डिस्कस एवरीथिंग ऑल इगन सोलचर एंड मैचेस यूनाइटेड एंड दिस वन जस्ट लाइक आई टोल्ड इन माई लास्ट टॉकिंग यूनाइटेड पॉडकास्ट and there are some issues that i have to address and there are five things mainly uh what is going on with oligana solchar right now tactically what's the issue with oligana solchar what can he do in order to fix this when do i see oli out when what's the road ahead for united so i'm going to just discuss everything so just stay tuned for this one yeah so just like i uh, told last time i'm going to make my stance clear about whether what's going wrong with oligana solchar where i am i with him uh, in terms of in or out i'm i'm, I'm going to talk about what's going tactically wrong with oligana solchar and what's required by oligana solchar in terms of sort of improving this team so that he can just turn it around and not get the sack just like the other four managers did so let me just get into it straight uh, so the first issue is that what's actually going wrong right now i mean like pretty much everything's going wrong right now i mean like you you can't pretty much ask about the perfect reason why is it happening because if you look at it this is just relegation form i mean you, you have to you have to just admit that because two wins in the last last 12 premier league games and like away wins have been like literally been nothing so this is this is a pure relegation form so, so pretty much everything that's going around right now is wrong in terms of ogs so yeah pretty much every, everything everything is going wrong and talk about the team selections talk about the substitutions talk about everything everything is bloody going wrong and no one's got a clue what's what's going to happen next and obviously uh, you then have people coming up uh, from above the club and uh, the manager himself obviously coming and telling that you have to believe in the process you have to believe in what what's going to happen in the next 2 or 3 years um, and you have to be patient and all yeah that's all right but the thing the thing with this is that uh, Yeah, when you have to be patient you have to be patient for the right thing i mean like you know that yeah uh, you're heading into the right direction that's when you think that the patience is kind of right but right now what's the issue is that whatever we've seen over the last 4 years under lvg under jose under uh, moyes and whoever you want to say yeah gex was another one so under under these guys like whatever we saw we we're sort of seeing the similar thing right now uh, which makes me think that this is this is actually no different and uh, this is pretty much the same uh, the pretty much the same thing that's been going on for the last 2 or 3 years uh and there's no use to be patient uh because ultimately you know that uh, how that sort of reign ended for those managers and you know it's it's about it's about being patient with the right thing i mean like look he's selling uh, ogs is selling that uh, every day on the training ground he's sort of seeing the guys you know train well uh, train well on the pitch and you know give ev- give effort give desire and all that shit but look on the pitch it's nothing i mean the the performances have been absolutely terrible but you know and i think they need a lot of improvement and you know technically is there there's not really that much of an improvement i i would say because uh it's just about the young players trying to 
do something for the club but obviously yeah there is there is a lot of room of inconsistency with these guys you have to be uh patient with the young lads not with the experienced lads the thing is that ole gunnar solskjaer is playing nemanja matas he's playing van mata he's playing the ashley youngs and the rohos when they should not be playing obviously yeah, you want them to play in the europa league games because your squad depth is very thin but uh when you when you see these these sort of guys on the pitch and then uh you kind of get disastrous performances then you don't expect to be patient because uh ultimately there's no future with them and uh, uh you know that 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 is something that's that's something that what my biggest problem with Oli is i mean like he says that yeah he trusts in the youth but yeah okay youth can be bad or youth can be good and we can lose games because of youth we can draw games because of the youth part uh all these experienced lads i mean like look you expect them to have an impact over the team they you expect them to add something over your team but they don't actually because it's it's just pure redwood some of them are just past the best and some of them i think are uh i think i think they they're not good enough for this club so uh, so basically basically what i think about oliana solcha saying that you have to be patient and all i don't actually think that uh, he's you know sort of showing us the vision the the picture that he sees on a daily basis and what we are not seeing it could be a case that behind the scenes he must be absolutely screwed but just in front of the cameras and the press and all he's just kind of saying that yeah uh, this is this is going the right way this is happening in the right process and all and you have to just believe and you have to just stay patient and whatever not uh, so yeah but but this is this is actually not the right way to go about it because if you if you play people who are just 30 years old 35 years old uh not 35 exactly 30 31 years old players who just pass their best and play very slow and you know move the ball slowly and stuff like that i think you you're not going to be patient so actually what's going wrong with oli is that the brand of football that uh, people expected when he came to united and the brand and obviously in the starting three months whenever we saw ali gana solcha play uh with a stream he used to play a 4-3-3 uh you know play fast attacking and high intense f- football and i think that that was something that the fans really liked to see and now we just uh, park the bus counter attacking team so that's a lot that's a that's a huge difference i think and that, that's a huge drop off i believe and i think uh i think that's a main main issue i mean that's why uh, some of the fans are turning on him some of the fans don't uh, don't want to trust into the fact that uh, this is going to end any different to what happened with the three managers and some fans think that yeah i think enough of sacking managers and it's time for it's time for us to just look up look up to the board and uh, to look up to the people uh, in charge of appointing them which is basically edward wood and all so I don't know man like look if I'm just going to get when I'm going to say all all going to solve it out because this is a very frustrating podcast and uh you're, you're not going to necessarily find a flow but yeah the five things that that I wanted to discuss I just mentioned at the start so yeah so pretty much everything's going wrong the tactics the substitutions the form the formations uh the the selection of players the, which is the most important thing and cluelessness is the the most important thing over here because uh 
you see a lot of fluidness i mean like whenever you pass the ball around uh, you see a lot of fluidness among the players that who, which i mean like what to do next i mean like do we directly create a chance do we just uh, you know just play some direct passes into the box and just try and hit, you know hit hit something up on the break or maybe i you know there's no clue there's no clue for the players basically uh, to you know on the pitch i mean like there's no plan b i mean like there's a plan a that you know uh, you you let the team comes at you let the teams come at you then you just intercept the ball when the second balls break up the play uh, use your faster players to just you know uh, expand the pitch and you know just exploit the spaces in the defensive channels and all so those are all the plan a parts uh, which basically the managers are sort of uh, finding oli out on in the moment and oligano solja has no response for it um so at the time of recording uh, united played is real kumar in the europa league in the 2019-20 season at uh, their home and they just absolutely got ripped and he basically came out and said that he was going he was sort of proud of the team's performance and he thought that uh, the opposition were a very good team and the pitch was very bad and he was like coming up with all those excuses but i i don't actually believe in that because i think uh, the the way the way we are is is not good at all i mean it's very terrible and i think i think it's uh, right not to you know buy into something that you know how it's going to end and stuff like that so yeah let's just like dive into the like the deeper part of it yeah so tactically what's the issue i mean look uh when i when i see the team lineup it's basically a 4231 right so uh you basically have a center attacking midfielder that does not create at all i mean like whenever you play lingard he's he's more of a pressing guy like he presses for you a lot he runs a lot but the thing is that he just doesn't win enough balls and he just uh doesn't create enough for his forwards like a number 10 should do uh, he's a very good off the ball player but that's just for the saying i mean like uh, from the last like 45 50 games he's been absolutely terrible i mean like there's if you just go and look at his records it's been absolutely terrible and people still think that they can turn around but he's just he's just coming up to an age where he should be hitting his prime but it's certainly not happening with the likes of him and then at that number 10 position you've got one matter and uh, some of the people who are listening to this are one matter fans so uh, uh apologies for that uh, for criticizing criticizing matter because he is someone like look he's an intelligent he's an intelligent guy uh, and he he sort of knows where to pass the ball where, where to, what to do and stuff he kind of knows it he's got the mind he's got the mind but he's not sort of got the fitness and physique that you sort of require at this level um uh, and that's something that's uh, the reason why he's sort of gone past his best uh, that i would say and i think it's probably time for him to just move on to one of the foreign leagues and just end his career maybe end his career at united and become a coach whatever all he's going to plan so one matter is that sort of a guy he's not he, he's kind of slow for this the space of the premier league so i think yeah and that's the thing with him and then you've got angel um uh, gomez basically so yeah uh, he <laughs> okay just like that i was just checking out something yeah so he's very young i mean like he's 18 years old and uh, some somehow ogs thinks that he's not ready to play uh, at the highest level at the moment because 
uh you know you're going to get teams uh, who are going to have big physical players that are going to sort of foul him down because of his small physique and height and stuff like that but but i don't think that way because uh he's a very he's unlike uh, just like matter is he's like very intelligent he's got like the fa- same physique and height like one matter and but the thing about him is that he's like a decade younger than him uh, which which makes me think that uh it's it's probably time for him to just step up and you know start getting more game time and you know start playing more uh for the team uh and ogs is not kind of doing that but the question arises why play a 4231 when you don't have a like a player that you can trust to play that i mean like yeah fans will obviously come and say that we could have gone for bruno fernandes but or or a madison or an erickson whoever you want to make you want to call but you know the manchester united board they just want to mint as much money as possible and then like they've just mucked the united fans over i mean like the net spend has been 70 million pounds approximately and like they spent 140 but we a net spend ended up 70 because we sold a player for 70 which is lukaku basically so yeah basically that's the point where united uh, united fans have been absolutely mucked off in my opinion and <laughs> that's the reason why we didn't get a midfielder because basically the budget that the board gave to oli was approximately 100 million pounds and that's that was not going to get you the four players that we wanted probably this summer because we we would have had to invest about like a 20 30 40 million extra and if we had done that then the shareholders or the owners or whoever you want to call uh, was going to mint that sort of money was going to get more money i mean like they're going to get millions of money by saving uh, that sort of like the remaining budget of the transfer window and the extra money that they would have had to spend if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had demanded another player that was something that uh, that would have gone into the pockets of the shareholders and the owners and Woodward and whoever you want to call so that's the thing so when you don't have a number 10 uh, then why play a 4 to 3 when that's the main thing and that's that's the sort of the big underlining point over here with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer why is he doing that i mean like Look, last season when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came and uh, he sort of started with a 4-3-3. Uh, he played Mata Herrera and Paul Pogba. Obviously, in the midfield three, uh, Pogba and Matt, uh, Pogba and Herrera used to do the shifts up and down the pitch, and they used to sort of uh, do a lot of work for United. And uh, that that midfield was working brilliantly. And then the reason what happened was like. Ole was trying to play a uh, high intensity attacking football which this team was never used to play under Mourinho under Van Aal under Moyes they were never used to play such high intensity attacking football and Ole just came in and he thought that yeah my philosophy and my principles are right and it's the way to go and uh, he just started implementing them and what happened was uh, these players played that sort of a football for for the first 3 months and like yeah I don't know I don't know but yeah so wait just I was like looking at someone else but yeah uh, for the first 3 months yeah uh, they were playing a very high intensity attack, attacking football which they were never used to playing uh, but then what happened was uh, due to the lack of fitness levels many players started catching injuries many major players started catching injuries and that sort of took a huge hit on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's uh, first season in charge uh, at United because 
then he sort of turned on to the likes of Fred and McTominay, who I thought did well in some of the games. But uh, as soon as his major players started getting getting injured, uh, he sort of changed his approach of playing. I mean, like he started to sit back a little more and had the opposition on the counters, which is something I thought that had to be done because because of the because of the players and the squad that they've got, and uh, that that was like him playing a safe game in my opinion. So. uh he did that because we had injuries and he didn't want to lose more players by playing playing the way he did in the first three months so basically he changed his formations his style of play and his tactics and all that all that things and that's when you know uh the things started going a little more bad in my opinion because uh that's when like opponents sort of started to find us and I mean, look. That's when the cluelessness and the and the defensive pragmatic football and all that debate started in terms of Wigan and Solskjaer and United. That's the thing. And uh, look, the major thing that I'm sort of missing out on because of which I'm sort of getting struck is that he he still has got players who can sort of implement that style of a play and i think young and fast players in my opinion who can sort of uh play the way he start, sort of played uh, at the start of his united united but he's not doing that i don't know why and there are, if he, if he still wants to go this way then there are like other permutations and combinations to do that i mean you you can sort of play fred and mctominy as dms and you can sort of put pogba ahead because i don't personally think pogba is sort of a guy who you know plays dm role really well i mean like the defensive part of his game is not really that good in my opinion and offensively he's the only thing that could actually save united in any scenario so yeah uh, that's my thinking about it so so tactically basically 4 to 3 one is the biggest issue in my opinion because you you don't you don't want to play a system that doesn't suit your team right so he's sort of playing that sort of a system he's basically playing a 4 to 3 one he's sort of giving his backline a protection and he's trying to hit hit the opponent opponents on the break and opponents what they do is they to they don't attack themselves they send back themselves so in football it's just not like stalemate you just don't put the ball uh, on the center line and you do just don't you know sit and wait for someone to just attack and stuff like that that's ridiculous so obviously when the opposition sets back it's your turn to just try and go forward and that's where united are getting caught in my opinion because they know that uh, maybe you know if we go and attack they'll hit us on the counters and we'll be screwed and uh, that's why what they do is they don't attack themselves they let united attack so that uh, so when we go forward that's when like we get caught i'm like we don't know what to do we just know to hit teams on the break like we when we are uh, you know uh, on the front foot and the teams are sitting back we just don't know what to do we just pass it to the right back or the left back and we uh, uh, we are in a hope to put crosses into the box but unfortunately we don't have we don't have a guy who can who can actually get on get onto the end of those crosses and like just head them in you know rashford heading that is isn't that good uh, in my opinion so considering him as an option for that is not kind of right for me maybe marcial is but unfortunately he is injured at the time of recording and uh, that that sort of sad because like 
uh, in terms of work rate and uh, other physical attributes like hold up play and stuff like that he's been absolutely brilliant uh, in terms of what i've seen in the three games that he played uh, this this season and uh, his pressing is something that has come into the picture because like he's working a lot more and he's trying to track back and press a lot more uh, for the teams which is actually good and i think uh, that's that's an important asset for a number 9 and i think we genuinely miss him united fans and uh he would actually you know sort some issues out because pogba uh, pogba pogba and marcel have good uh, connections uh in in terms of you know the the footballing partnership and stuff so i think uh, that would actually that would actually you know make a huge huge difference in my opinion but we 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 certainly don't have any other plan b like building up from the middle and all i don't i don't know what like uh, i don't i don't know what united's plans are in terms when they go forward and uh, the open opponent sit back we just like we just like seem a bit clueless in my opinion and all all that we can do very well is like sit back and hit the teams on the counter which is why i sort of probably which is why i probably think that uh, against teams like man city maybe or liverpool or an arsenal or chelsea all against, against all the big sides i think that uh, i think that you know those teams like are uh, sort of the you know the typical attacking teams that actually come at you and you have to defend really well which is why against those teams uh you know united actually do well i mean against the big six united have an actually decent in my opinion uh we've still like lost against city and uh, city and arsenal and i know i know that and ali but i think uh, because do, just just because those teams sort of come at you attacking uh like like they're really threatening and all i i think that united are uh, good against those teams because you know naturally you have to play that sort of a counter attacking football uh, to you know to beat those sort of teams because united themselves don't have their uh, midfield creativity in, uh, to sort of create and you know give uh, give a good fight to the teams above them to 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 i think that's that's the main thing uh and i think you know against the lower teams united have to be the team that attacks themselves and you know find some way break the defenses and score goals i think that's got to be the way and yeah yeah i do believe that uh you know in one or one or two of those games if if and only if united sort of find a way past teams which is not actually a set piece or a corner or something if united actually find some way or the other uh against like teams without uh, you know depending upon set pieces or penalties or stuff like stuff like that if actually united find a way to score a goal uh, score a goal from an open play then i think slowly and steadily the, uh, the confidence of these players will start building up and i think confidence is the most important thing in my in my opinion uh, in terms of united because i think because i think uh, the the you know if you look at the likes of rashford and linga they've been terrible for months and that's that's a fact pundits don't see it uh of uh, pundits on like famous 
uh, famous TV channels like Sky Sports, BT uh, Sport and all. They don't say that because most of those pundits are ex-professionals and most of them are like sort of English players and they don't want to go on the countrymen and I think uh, they've been, they've been ex- escaped a lot, they've been protected a lot in my opinion like the likes of Rashford Lingard and all. They, they've been actually protected a lot and they've not been criticised as much as the likes of Pogba and Martial have been uh, because they're a yeah, so just was I was like telling because I think confidence is the most important thing because I think uh, if you look at the likes of Lingard, Rashford, Martial, uh, Lingard, Rashford, yeah, Lingard and Rashford basically, they they are the players who are expected to be stepping up this season and I think uh, their confidence is sky low. I mean like sorry, rock bottom, not sky low, rock bottom because I think uh, they they've been terrible for months and I think they're not sort of finding a way to just get back the confidence and hit their form because that's very important for United and I think I genuinely hope that happens soon because that would actually change the fortunes for Oligan and Solskjaer but you know they've been they, they've been you know saved a lot by these pundits and all uh, on big TV channels like Sky Sports and all because they, they've been terrible for months and pundits most mostly uh, ex-professional footballers uh, they're like English players and all and they don't want to go on their fellow countrymen which I don't uh, which I don't understand why maybe it's their opinion uh, fair play to them uh, but but certainly they've not they've been even better than Paul Pogba Anthony Martial and these these sort of players who pundits actually like to go on about and like I recently heard that Owen Hargreaves and Michael Owen sort of went on Fred when he sort of had a bad performance uh, but you know, Nemanja Matic has been even terrible for them. So, like, I don't get why pundits don't go on players who are actually bad and go on players who, like, actually, like, not they're bad, but they're not as bad as some of the other players are. So, I don't get the point. And, you know, the confidence is the most important thing. And I, if if and if, I don't know when that game will come, but there will be one or two games where United, United would certainly find a way to sort of score from open play and sort of build confidence and when that happens and I think that's when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's uh, United team will sort of start hitting back form but tactically the main issue is the 4-2-3-1 and the style of football that we're playing which is just like beat Old Trafford beat somewhere like West Ham or like any other away team and all we just sit back play uh, we just give the defensive cover uh, some protection because uh, we don't think that uh, we can afford to play one CDM, uh, which which you know makes Oli think that you know maybe playing one CDM would be riskier for him to lose the match because he won't give even enough defen- defensive cover to the whole backline, which Oli thinks is weak. But actually, compared to last season, it's actually stronger. So contrastingly, last season we had a weaker backline and Oli played a four-three-three fearless football, just went on attacks and you know somehow you know. Uh, you know, produced results. Although we weren't, we weren't like brilliant for ninety minutes, but we were very good for like most parts. Uh, but then certainly injuries, and I don't know what happened. Uh, he started sort of getting into that counter-attacking mode, and slowly and steadily, he's now now slowly and steadily we're like seeing the same things that we saw under the previous managers, and that sort of that's sort of a very uh, negative thing about this so i think yep uh, tactically Oli has to change the formation as soon as possible if he wants to save his job so which is why i'm gonna get into the next thing how does Oli gonna switch up fix this thing 
firstly yeah, he's done a great job by uh, selling off like sending Chris Smalling on loan to although i thought that he was a very good uh, backup uh, for united but a fair play to him again uh, axel tenzebi has been promoted uh, to united's first team and is getting more regular game time and he's been really good and some people are sort of uh started uh, some some people have actually started arguing whether it should be Tranzibi or Lindelof starting along with Harry Maguire in the ma- main Manchester United back four so that's fair player to him then Phil Jones is like nowhere near and nowhere seen as much as he used to under Solskjaer this time because he's injured apparently uh and then yeah he's obviously sold Lukaku and Sanchez with like Sanchez on loan at the time of recording which is actu- actually fair play to him but the thing is that the board did not replace him properly and they thought that Mason Greenwood and maybe Dan James or an Angel Gomez or Tahi Chong whoever it is they thought that yeah they are the replacements who are going to step up but unfortunately the youth has a lot of pressure on them and i think uh, you, you never know with the youth are uh, they actually they can play uh, amazing football in some matches and they they can they cannot be that good in some other game so you you never really know about the youth so yeah uh mason greenwood obviously is a very very good player and i think he's a better he's at the moment he's a better finisher than marcus rashford can't really say that uh can't really compare him as of now with marcial in terms of finishing but all he says that greenwood's one of the best finishers i've ever seen uh, because he's got uh, two legs to finish and like he's dangerous uh, for defenders and all and yeah greenwood is looking very bright and i hope he gets a lot of game time and rashford needs a rest the first thing only how does only fix this okay firstly uh, drop the likes of nemanja matic and van mata which is i think the most important thing to do because it's okay if you play them in carabao cup or maybe fa cup games it's it's all right perfectly fine but uh, when when it comes to the games that matter i think i i would rather see the youth struggle in the system of oli rather than see nemanja matic and van mata struggle because you know uh, you know you never know with the youth the youth has been untested although we hype up, hype up the youth a lot and i generally think that uh, in terms of performance outputs and stuff uh, the youth of arsenal and uh, maybe maybe chelsea and yeah man city obviously they've got like better youth players uh, i mean like i i can't really like see that yeah they they are like they like uh, all of them are better players than united youth players but i'm not like saying that but like i'm saying that in terms of the performance outputs and in, in terms of the goals and assists and like goal involvements and like involvements in build up plays and all that stuff i think uh, you know you you see the likes of chelsea arsenal and like city and like yeah city hardly play you to you, you would obviously argue that point wouldn't you but like yeah the the player outputs is like much better and more uh, than compared to them so like compared to united because united youth we hype up a lot but uh, yeah ultimately like some of the fans get disappointed with the performances and they just go really harsh on them which is i which i think which i think is wrong because you never know about them which is, it is about like finding the right system and freedom for these young players to sort of uh embed themselves into the team and then just give them more confidence and stuff uh, and, and encourage them to 
express themselves and play the way they want to which is which is which is what i think is important in terms of bringing out the best out of these young players and oli has to do that by not picking one matter and matage and he rather has to play some faster and quicker players around these young players like the likes of fred and maybe james garner should get a go because i think he's been absolutely brilliant for the under 23s or under 18s or whoever he's been playing but he's been banging a lot of goals he's been like nominated for the un- player of the month for united and obviously the premier league too which i think is like a good achievement for him uh, and i think he he deserves a promotion fred fred needs to play more because he's he's been bad in some games but he's not been as bad as matic because he passes a lot he sorts of uh, sort of uh, sort of uh, you know tries to sort that midfield out he he's, he tries to be a little more vocal he tries to press a lot he he's, he's got a passing range i think his passing range is definitely better than matic but the problem with fred is that uh you know uh ever since he came to united mourinho sort of kept him rusty he didn't like make uh like he he never really uh, you know kept fred really fit which is why i thought like his he sort of became rusty and his passing and all is like not really uh, perfect like his passing accuracy and all is a bit less because of that because because uh, jose and all like jose uh sort of didn't keep him fit and didn't give uh, him enough of game time i think under pep maybe fred would have been the player that uh united saw as shakhtar so but yeah i think fred give him regular amount of game time yeah he might have some bad performances but i'm pretty sure that as the season progresses and as fred gets more game time i think he's going to be very 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 good very good addition to that united midfield and the much and a much needed asset to that united midfield and mctominay has been brilliant so uh, i'm not going to question him and then yeah so play these sort of fast players and most importantly change the 4231 to back to 433 i would rather see a midfield three of mctominay fred and pogba mctominay can play that shift of the box to box midfield like that and and i had played last season because i have seen enough from him to say that he can you know a drive forward uh, sort of put in some long balls do the defensive dirty work track back press i think mctominy can do that and due to his physique he's he's sort of an aerial threat as well so i think uh, mctominy can play that box box role like herrera did last season and then fred as cdm and play pogba on the left so yeah he if he can shift to that front uh, the midfield three then i think uh, that would actually make some difference good amount of difference for united and i think uh, that would improve and then uh, i would say that uh, maybe players uh, maybe you should instruct the players to move about a little faster play more direct passes if he's if he's willing to attack because i think passing has been a lot more sideways in my opinion and i think it has to be more direct and if you if you are putting crosses into the box then make sure that there are enough players behind those crosses so that they can at least attempt because i see a lot of times that the right backs and uh midfielders sort of try and go forward and put in crosses but, but there's actually no united player in the box who to head it so don't know what's that about so yeah play i think play pog and if if you still want to stick with 4231 only just if like if ollie wants to stick with the 4231 still then i think play pogba in the in the center attack midfield role I, i know most people would say no he can he can play that cdm role like he did at france but actually you know what his defensive work is isn't that good and i've said that uh, before in this podcast and say that saying that again uh, pogba when he drives forward is very good and i think that's that's why 
uh, I think he should play ahead. And if you if you just give him the license and freedom to just go forward and express himself, I think uh, he'll be a very 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 good uh, uh, game changer for United. And I think he can he can be a bit more consistent than he is right now. So that's the thing. And I think um, I think. Andreas Pereira, yeah, that that was the thing that I was gonna address. Andreas Pereira, if he's gonna play, then and if he's gonna play, then I think he should either play on the right side of a midfield three or as a central attack midfield and a four to three one. That's the main thing because Pereira can sort of pass through the defensive channels and he can he's got a good set piece delivery and he's got a good long range shot and all and all. and I think he can be a good number ten. But Oli's kind of wasting him on the right wing, which I which I think. Is wrong, and I think he has to change that in order to bring the best out of the place that he's got. So that's what the main thing is, and he has to play a bit more of the Chong, Gomez, and Greenwood trio. I mean, like I know Chong has been not that good in the game times that he's got, but yeah, in one or two one or two games, uh, especially I think Leicester this season at the time of recording, he has been good as a substitute. But I think yeah, he's got to trust Greenwood and Gomez from the bench because they can be good impact makers and game changers for United. So that's the thing, and um, yeah, in terms of backline, I think Brandon Williams. The I think he has to prefer the youth over experience. I think experience you have you have to play a player like if you want to bring experience and maturity into the team, it's got to be someone like a Dahaya or a Maguire or someone like that. But uh, in terms of performance outputs, if you want more, then you have to play these youth players more because even if this young players like. Don't like go on and win games for United. United fans will understand that. Yeah, we we trusted the youth, but the youth isn't that good enough, and have to deal with that fact. And maybe we have to see until the time. Maybe Oli tries and works out with the youth, or uh, maybe till then. Uh, maybe we can send them on loan in the next transfer window and buy someone else. That that's the case scenario. But when you play Ashley Young, when you play Van Mata, when you play Van Mata, who have internationals for other clubs, then uh, then I think maybe. Fans will moan if United don't win and don't perform because, like, there are third, they are thirty year olds. I mean, like, if they want, they can just retire and like in the, the club, the club can just uh shed shed them off and to promote some young players. So yeah, that's the thing. So prefer youth over experience, Oli. That's the main thing. And maybe change your formation from four to three, one to four three three, or maybe a diamond would be better. I think in this case scenario, uh, because the conditions are not really that good, but. Yeah, change the formation and all, and don't play like play counter attacking when you have the lead. That's the thing. Like, it's it's about getting the goal then sitting back. I mean, like, there's no you. I know that uh, United fitness are are not uh are up to the level of the cities and the Liverpool's and maybe the Spurs' level, but yeah, it's gonna take time and he's gonna uh it's gonna take time for the players to build their fitnesses up to play the way all he wants to play. But it's it's about like man look you can't just because uh, you know that your team's going to just be tired and the legs are going to go off uh, after playing that high intensity football for some months uh doesn't mean that you don't play that at all i think he has to play that i mean like look he can what he can do is like he can play one half of full high high press counter attacking not counter attacking sorry high press attacking direct foot uh, direct pass foot direct passing football like he did in the first three months and then get some goals and then like maybe do that till the 60th minute and then maybe bring on some attacking changes and try and do the same or maybe 
uh, hit the teams on the counters that would be rather better that would be rather better and that would be more enjoyable and more like uh believing in Ollie's vision and all that's what Ollie's vision was meant to be in my opinion uh when he came at the start whatever he did in the start that that was the right thing to do and he had to come, keep doing that and i think the most important thing is Ollie looks scared man I, i don't know why but Ollie looks scared of losing his job or maybe uh taking a lot of criticism and stick from the fans and the pundits he's scared and he doesn't want to lose games it's like he's playing for draws or maybe narrow one or one or 2-0 wins it's not like he's going fearless and absolutely beast mode and just go and uh, just go and beat teams and just you know do your thing and all he's not like that i mean like he was like that in his first 3 months he was like we are manchester united and we have to uh, we have to be much more better than this and uh, it was like that but if you if you if you look now he is like he's supporting like the board more i mean like he's sounding more like jose i mean like i don't know why but yeah he's changed a lot man but <laughs> it's like look he has to do a lot better than that only and he has to shift back to the principles that he was using in the first three months that's the main thing for all to fix this so yeah other than that i think uh, maybe yeah substitutions is another thing so he doesn't ever make substitutions at time and i've said this a lot of times and i say this again all his all his substitutions have to come as early as possible if the things are not working for him and like if he decides to start the experience and if it, if it doesn't work then just sub them off and bring the youth asap that's the thing and he has to follow that and if he if he doesn't do that then the sack more than more or less becomes inevitable inevitable and but i don't think oligan solskjaer will be sacked that soon because if oli sacked then what the edward wood and uh, edward wood and the glazers know for an obvious fact that as soon as he's fa- uh, fired the fans will seriously start going uh, very hard on woodward and the glazers and they're going to get a lot of stick because ultimately uh, whenever you talk about uh, oli potentially being out then the the next topic that the people speak about is edward wood and uh, and his appointment of managers i mean like he's appointed like four managers and all apparently i hope not but apparently the fourth manager is not looking that good uh, uh and it's a, again like people will start blaming woodward for his managerial and transfer uh, appointments and recruitments and they'll blame the glazers for not maybe releasing enough funds for uh oligana solsha so that's that's something that's very concerning and woodward and the glazers know that for a fact and they won't sack olive at least till the start of next season they'll see what happens and uh, they'll 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 say that we are, we are patient with ollie and we can see the long term vision and we believe in what ollie is doing and we're heading in the right direction and the results will come soon and this is just a this is just a journey that has a lot of bumps in uh, bumps on the road and stuff so they're going to say that and they're going to keep ollie till the next season because they know that ultimately they you can't just sack four managers kind of so yeah that's the thing i think maybe um so and another thing that i read very interestingly is that the glazers uh the news recently came up that they're going to sell 15% of the shares to someone so that that would earn them about 320 million uh pounds in money which would again pocket them up because united share value right now is very low 
because when joseph in a joseph in his like second with united i think it was uh, maybe or 20 25 dollars a share and now it's like 12 dollars a share so it's a massive drop off so if like the woodward and the glazers want their money back they're going to they're going to either have to invest or the shell uh, sell shares so investing is a more hectic issue for them so i think they're going to sell slowly start uh, selling shares and maybe maybe it's a it's a very big maybe but maybe they will be on the road of thinking that maybe we are not going to earn any more money from the club and just better to sell them off and stuff i don't know but yeah like you can flip that news in like two ways and it's just your opinion whatever you want to consider so that's the thing um so moving on to the penultimate thing uh, why am i only going to solshar in and when do i say only going to solshar out the reason why i'm only going to solshar in is because i i have seen this manager like do things that can actually bring success to my club and i think yeah obviously the sentiment of him being a club legend obviously makes me be more uh reluctant uh, like reluctant to the fact and uh respect to the fact that i don't want to see ollie out is happened uh, all that stuff i, I want to be respectable to a guy who's actually done good things for a club as a player but as a manager maybe not like not many good things uh, as so uh, till till now but um uh, look yeah i think i think ollie is struggling a lot behind the scenes and i i and i definitely know for a fact that there are a lot of things that are actually making making him furious and he can't just come out and say them but i don't know why he's changed and i think i definitely think he will change and when the time will come i think he should change and i think i it's just about the belief and i i don't think sacking the manager is the way forward it's about seeing what he wants to do and then just you know maybe move ahead but right now he has to change a lot and i i hope that he he does for a fact uh so when do i go ali gonna solshar out so i've said this many times and i'll say this now and i'll stick to it till the end of that uh the thing if and only if united uh, manchester united haggle around uh, haggle around or maybe enter the relegation zones that's why i think maybe you know what ali gonna solshar needs to probably leave in a respectable manner because relegation is something really fighting for relegation is something that's not acceptable but being mid table i don't want to say it's acceptable because it it is definitely not uh, because many united fans don't want their expectations lowered but but oligana sulcha would would leaves and everyone like is is like on that uh, route of lowering the expectations of the fans which they don't have to because ochi has himself last season uh, did not like ever say that uh, you know we don't have a chance maybe it's like it's a difficult road and whatever he's saying this season was completely contrast to what he said last season and i think ever since that psg game there's something that's not going right with him and look only and only if united like struggle for like relegation literally if that, the situation goes literally that bad then only the only then i will like say maybe only you need to move on but other than that i, I would like i would i would just set rant i mean do other stuff but not not going to say only going to solve out because let's see what happens i'm just go with the flow i know it's unacceptable and it's 
it's like not right as a fan to like not you know let be a little more harsh and ruthless about it but yeah but for me it's it's still in my mind and i would still say it that unless and until oligana solcha like literally takes united to the cusp of relegation a relegation a relegation battle i won't i won't see oligana out uh so that's that's my opinion on that and um, the and the final thing that i would like to discuss on this is what's the road ahead well um the road ahead is that the at the time of recording there's one more international break and then uh after that premier league sort of kicks in on, in a continuous manner and you we slowly and steadily get into the november december period and in the december period the games are going to come hard and fast and uh you're going to be playing in a lot of competitions and a lot of matches and a lot of players so it's going to happen a lot so the, the road ahead is that united and oli have to change the tactics and the squad selections as soon as possible in order to like uh, you know not lose or put bad performances against uh, teams that I mean, like, if you if you're gonna play someone like a Liverpool or someone like that, something like that, just try not to lose. But if you wanna, if you're gonna play some teams like Newcastle or maybe a Brighton or a or a Norwich, Norwich or someone someone like that, then then maybe you you have to be a little more on your minds and you have to be a little more alert and a little more uh, I think a uh, little more better in terms of quality and have to be better in terms of finishing and all creating chances everything. So you have to be you have to be a very uh, very well prepared team for that those sort of games and united have to like work really 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 hard on the training ground and figure out some ways to you know break teams from open play that they haven't been doing since long so the road ahead is a very tough one for united uh, because the europa league the traveling and all is the most hectic part uh and the, because we've got to go to the farthest places of europe so it's very hectic and in the premier league i think the premier league should be the main priority and i think uh, we have to play your best possible team in every single premier league match in order to finish as high as possible in the premier league to see what happens and yeah so the road the road ahead is very difficult in my opinion and as soon as oli changes his tactics and formation i think the road ahead would be not as bad as many people think right now but yeah it's a long road and it's a long journey and it's going to be a long season for united and i genuinely hope ole gunnar solskjaer turns it around and i genuinely trust ole gunnar solskjaer and i genuinely hope that he uh, becomes a successful uh, manager at united i genuinely hope that and and in the end i would just like to say this look Uh, maybe you know your mom or your yeah maybe the dear ones of your uh, family or you maybe your mom won't like you i mean like maybe your mom okay i'll just get this right your mom might be angry on you but that doesn't mean she doesn't love you it's the same with united just because we are angry on manchester united doesn't mean that we don't love manchester united we love united forever and i think we would always support united whether we win whether we lose or whether we draw we always want to support united and the passion in us for supporting this club would always be there so yeah that's it from me hope you like that podcast and i hope to be back next week so see you again in the next podcast
I hope you liked the podcast. Make sure you send me your thoughts, opinions, or reviews on the social platforms mentioned in the description of the podcast. And make sure you listen to this podcast on major podcasting platforms such as Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Apple iTunes, and many more. See you in the next podcast. Then. Spirits, I want to see you smile, but know that.